Hello everybody, this is Dave and Eric from the PowerCast, Team PowerCast live every Tuesday with you. As a matter of fact, last week wasn't live for the one of the second times in the last year. As a matter of fact, we had a show that was built in for you with some fun, some excitement, and some laughter. Built you in? You mean pre-recorded? Pre-recorded. It was pre-recorded. It was a little sort of fun for you guys to watch and see something about you know what's going on in the market. And Did we get any feedback from that, by the way, Jonathan? We actually had no. a lot of show. I think there was one site I saw five hundred and two show reviews on it or views on it. Uh, there was a lot of lot of viewings on that. Any last comments time. though? Uh, there were a couple comments. I can't remember what they were because, of course, I don't have that kind of memory. But what I can tell you is I'm back. Uh, I was away last week on a Disney cruise with my family. Uh, something we can talk about later. Had a lot of fun with the family. Great time. Uh, we'll talk more about vacations after some plans, some ideas for you in the future. Um, but Eric and I decided to do a special show today with what's going in the market again and some things to know about. Some did you know? Did you know? Did you know? So we're going to go over some did you knows. Pardon the sniffles. I think we're both dealing with some allergies, by the way. Heavy so. allergies. We're going to be sniffling a little bit here and there. We did not do any heavy partying in the last 10 minutes. Silent your phone. <laughs> Make sure the phone is silent. Make sure the phone's on me, actually. If you left in the room, believe it or not. Whoa. Pretty impressive, right? That's notable, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, some of the things we're going to talk about, we'll go over. But more importantly, thank you for so much for watching us every week. We're going to hit our one-year anniversary. Uh, Jonathan, is that on June 6th? Is that the 10th? Is that coming up? Is that next week or the week after our one-year anniversary? We're going to have to let you know. It'll John, be a one-year anniversary. Like, oh. We'll be uh, dressed to impress for fun and party. How about that? Uh, might have a couple extra drinks on the table. That being said, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't already, please go to YouTube and hit subscribe. Team Powerhouse Real Estate. We appreciate you subscribing. It's free to watch. You get to watch the replay. Every week on Saturday, you'll get an edited version with some music and a lot better views. Uh, you also have us on TikTok to catch what's going on in our recent listings and sales and some fun things there. Instagram, Team Powerhouse Real Estate, the official page of Dave Lamel and the team page. And of course, on Facebook, you have Dave Lamel, Team Powerhouse, and of course, Team Powerhouse Real Estate on Facebook. So thank you so much again, all of you, for watching the show tonight. Hopefully, my wife and my son and Danny's got some friends in town. He's got uh, a couple of days of, I think, some... I'm going to call it heavy partying that might be happening at the house. I could be wrong, but... Partying? Partying. So he's got a couple guys here from upstate New York. Very excited to have them down. It is CJ and Kyle. Uh, hope you guys are having some fun watching the show. So these well. are these are um, classmates? Uh, actually, CJ and Danny are roommates. Uh, and Kyle is a very... A, CJ's best friend and also a very good friend of Danny's. Great guys. Uh, very funny and uh maybe we'll bring the show yeah, and these yeah. and all these gentlemen are probably pretty tan right because they go uh, to school down in boca i can tell you that danny is very tan uh cj and kyle they got some oh how cj's got some color kyle goes to school up north so mm. i can't say that he's got as much color but he no no did, color no color <laughs> he's in the uh i think they're close to the Adirondacks or something right in the upstate new york area all right so Anyway, going to talk about some things with you today. Um, real estate. Real estate related and then some. Uh, if you're watching, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, you're watching it live on my page or also on Instagram on our team page. Love to get feedback from you and to hear questions from you. That includes 
friends and family, and also all of you watching. Um, Eric, do you want to go first? No. I, well, that first one that you're going to go over was one that we discussed earlier, yeah. which was just like, wow. Pretty wow. You know, given so, what's going on, yeah. So purchase applications have risen, okay, two weeks in a row, even with the highest rates since 2009. So even though the rates are as high as they are, in the last two weeks, they have the highest amount of purchase applications, which is just showing you that the rates being high doesn't affect the value. It's not slow. Well, it's not slowing down. Not it's slow. not slowing folks down. It's not slowing the people down because, of course, the supply and demand thing. People still, still well, buy houses. Well, you would think that with, um, and I think it's it might be in your notes also that that with the with the rates increase, um, your mortgage payment's going to be marginally higher. Rates going up, it's not affecting first-hand buyers because the first-hand buyers that are shopping never had the rates that are lower. So not having rates that are lower doesn't affect them to know the difference. If they can qualify for a house today, they can qualify for it at 5.65 or right. 6%, and that's what it is. Um, we both had buyers go out this uh, last couple of days go looking for houses and shopping and mm -hmm. didn't flinch twice about making offers. You know, no. And they're okay with it. The good news is your rates are going to drop in the next five years. Which means in about five years' time, if you're paying whatever, it's going to come down probably two, three percent. You're going to have a lower payment. That's a fantastic thing to look forward to. It's going to happen. Um, things we found that are pretty interesting over here are the generations who are buying homes in the U.S. Now, I'm not sure if you, I, if you all know what a millennial really means, but we broke it down to birth dates and years because even I was not sure about all this stuff over here. So a millennial is born between 1981 and 1996. That makes us not, not millennials. millennials. <laughs> the average age is 26 to 41. Is it 1981? 1981 to 1996. Okay. So yeah, no, not even close. 26 to 41-year-old people, okay, are the highest, no, sorry, these are the largest consumer of homes, buyers of homes right now. It's 45% of people buying homes which makes sense because they're right in the wheelhouse of their um, of their work life. Absolutely. You know? yeah, and these guys are making the most money. They're killing it. And they're getting great jobs, making a ton more money than ever before. Of course, with the fact that people are looking for jobs today, or sorry, not people looking for jobs, the job market looking for people to work, they're getting paid more than ever before. So if you're looking for a job, make sure this is a good time to get one because you're going to make more money today. Um, so 45% of people out there shopping for homes, millennials, the highest buyers on the market in the country, the whole country, not just Connecticut. So everything we're talking about is country driven. The next one's called Gen Xers. Now, a Gen Xer is someone bo born between 1965 and 1980, average age of 42 to 57. That's 37% of the buyers today. Which is not that much less. Not that much less. I mean, less. It's, you know, it's 45 to 37. But so it, you, still, you still got some older folks like us buying houses. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. I never knew that I was actually a Gen Xer. It sounds like a yeah. superhero. Gen Xer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it sounds like a superhero, but. So 37% of people buying homes today are Gen Xers, 45% of millennials. Pretty amazing stuff. Then you have what they call a baby boomer. And if you're not sure what a baby boomer is, a baby boomer is someone born between 1946 and 1954. And that is ages 68 to 76. So if you're a baby boomer or not sure if you're a baby boomer, you're now labeled as a baby boomer if you're born before 
between 1946 and 1954, right. which means you're 68 to 76, and okay. that's 17% of people shopping for homes. That's, that's a surprise demographic or a, a statistic because I would not, I would think those folks, no criticism because I'm almost in that age group, but um, you would think they're in there like they're forever houses. You know, I think, you know, well, that's a good point you make. I think these are the people who are actually selling right now and buying their final home, moving down south, let's say. They don't mm -hmm. have to be down south. Or they want to be north, where they want to be. Move from the west coast to the east coast, east coast to the west coast, north to south, south to north, which is not as common, but it's happening. Um, but that's where that 17% is. I see it happening now. Um, our parents' ages are people who are all getting, like, I'm done with, let's say, living in Connecticut. But that baby boomer statistic is Boomers one and Boomers two, because there's two Boomer groups. Uh, no, it's yes. only Boomer. Nope, it's only Boomer one for sure. I promise you. But you mentioned something. But that that would suggest that Boomers two, anybody born between 1955 and 1964, is not buying any houses. That's a good two, a good point you make. I uh, think they fall under the baby boomer they, category. All right, so one more category you may may have never heard about. It's called the baby boomer two. Never heard of Baby Boomer 2. Have you heard that before? No, I didn't know it was split. So the Baby Boomers 2 is people born between 1955 and 1964, and they're 58 to 67 years old. Um, pretty cool stuff. Pretty yeah. cool information. Um, did you know... I, I noticed there's no Gen Z in there. There's no Gen Z. Yeah. I'm not even sure. What is a Gen Z? Gen Z, I think, is uh, 97 to... Uh, our kids are so Gen they're kind Z. of still graduating high school, college. I think it was I think it was ninety seven to two thousand twelve. Okay, is that right, Jonathan? Do you know? Maybe you're a Gen Zer. Gen Z. No, I thought I. All right, another good fact to know. Did you know that data showing forty five percent of homes in this country were considered are now considered equity rich in the first quarter of this year? Now, do you guys know what equity rich means? Um, Equity rich, we learned today, means that, well, we kind of knew about it. But you we just learned had, today. We just kind of, <laughs> kind of went over through the details, but the, the vocabulary of equity rich means your home has 50% of value in it. Has minimum. Equity. equity minimum 50% of value. So, uh, equity. Equity value. So you are, if you're equity rich, it means you own a house and you've got 50% equity. That's unbelievable. And those are the prime people selling the homes today who are making that lateral move to a larger home, putting up more money. And getting the house they really and want this to is, have. And this is the first quarter of this year. Yes. Right? So to say that almost half the houses in America yes. have that much is crazy. I have a buddy of mine. His name is Brad. Brad Wiseman from Pennsylvania. And I can tell you that I know the market is insane in Pennsylvania as well. And I know that they're selling homes for more money than they ever sold before like everywhere else. But the market over there, I think... Two three years ago, it was an average market sell homes about 150 to 250 on average. Like that was your normal price range, and now they're way over three hundred thousand uh, dollars. We spoke briefly about this. They're in the ballpark, I think, between three and four now, somewhere in that arena, be two seventy five. But it's unbelievable what's going on in the market across the country. Well, that statistic of forty five percent of the homes, yes, uh, was probably far less than that. But what's happening is the house that you've lived in for the last 10 years. Yes. You had 30% equity in it, let's say 10 years ago, right. and then five years ago you had 40% equity. Yeah. And with the market increase, the value of your home increased, you're now, you now have 50% equity. You know, it's also true is that people back, I'm gonna say more than 20 years ago, were people putting down 20% of homes. 
mm-hmm. down, right? As in the, in the last 20 wow. years, you didn't have to put down 20%. You're able to put down, you know, 10% or 5% or 3% or even no money, depending on what kind of mortgage you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even these people today, that means on average of having 50% equity in their houses, that's just blowing the mind because of how the market has risen in the last two yep. years and even more so in this year here. Um, so and a lot of those people are probably happy that their PMIs went away. That's another great point you make. So by the way, if you bought a house in let's say the last two or three years and got an FHA loan, I'm going to say something very important to you. Make sure to reach out to your lender. See if you can refinance your house and get the PMI out of the house because PMI out of the house means that your payment's going to drop by a couple hundred bucks. Very important piece of the puzzle. Saving yourself money without even doing anything because the values have gone up. So definitely check on your PMI. Did you buy a house? Did you have PMI? Which means you put down less than 20%. And most people in the last 10 years for sure mm-hmm. put down less than 10%. I'm sorry, less than 20%. Less than 20%. Which means your PMI in your mortgage. PMI in the mortgage means your payment is probably 150, 200 bucks a month more than your payment. You can now reduce that without even reducing your rates. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. My turn. Your Did turn. you know? So this was, this was uh, read this one right here. This one's crazy. So more single family homes were sold in the first, qu- first quarter of 2022 compared to 2020, 2019, 2018, and 2017. Wow. So more houses, more homes were sold in 2022. Do you know what? I actually... And... and we don't feel that. You know why we don't feel it? It's because they're going so fast. If they were sitting in the market and you could visually see them in the market sitting there, we would feel it much more and see it. But people will tell you if they're, well, if they're a buyer out there shopping. Yeah, I'm saying uh, we don't, we're not feeling it because uh, I, I don't feel that I'm busier than I was this time last year, right? I will say yes. Uh, As a matter of fact. I'm not busier, right? but... Um, um, I, because I felt busier last year, it felt like there were more houses to, I, to go. I think we were running around a lot more last year, too, with less homes available. True. And with this year, we're seeing more homes pop up, but they're going so fast. And I think what's happening is, and you guys are noticing out there as buyers, and I just talked to a buyer today, they cannot believe that they see a house in the market, go on the market today, off the market tomorrow, they don't have a chance to sneeze and get out an appointment. That's why you want to make sure you have a good realtor who sets you up with a house search. You're not on some kind of Zillow or Realtor.com, all these other websites who have delays in the properties coming to market. And by the time you see it, it's probably gone already. Make sure you have a good realtor working for you. Somebody who's educated, knowledgeable. Do your research on your realtors. I keep saying that every, every week. Do your research on your realtor before you start working with them. Um, but that's really important information. So more homes have come on in the first quarter of the no. Sold in the first sold. quarter. Sold. Well, that could also be homes that went under contract, let's say. Um, At the tail end of 21. Right, November, December. Right. Uh, some of the ballpark closing January. I can say to you personally, from my right now experience, I have a tremendous amount of closings for me for the month of May from the amount of work that we did in March and April. Right. Right. Uh, I can say that in March and April, there were a lot more homes for sale. I felt like it was there for buyers to get in there and go under contract. Right now, I see homes come in the market today. Every day on our, our, our search list for the clients, boom, properties come in the market. Where I haven't seen, they felt that in a while. So definitely more homes are coming to market. They're just going quickly. You know, uh, What do you have next over there? Uh, well, did you know that one of, the rings, one, of the, um, one of the factors that's pushing rents higher 
is um, lack of inventory. Absolutely. And, and it's, a, it's, a, um, it's kind of a trickle effect. Uh, partly because the folks who would have traditionally each each year, there's uh, I guess a percentage of folks that are renters yep. who become homebuyers. Yes. Okay. They're still out there looking. Yes. So they're actually staying in their in their rentals, which means there's less rentals to be available. And the other challenge with that is, as we I think we read a little bit about, was that their rents have gone up so much more, a third of what they were paying before. And that means that they're now in a position where they're like, I'm getting choked up on my rent. I want to buy more than ever now. Well, if anything, yeah. I mean, if anything, it's validating for them to buy. Absolutely. Because if they were paying 1500 a, uh, a month for rent, and then they got bumped up to sixteen, seventeen, or 1800 Yes. They're now like, that's now legitimately a mortgage payment. 100%. So um, this, this has convinced me that I need to buy. So that brings it back to you as a buyer getting qualified in credit. Do you know what kind of credit you have? If you don't know and you want to buy something in the next, I don't know, three months to a year or even two, get in touch with a mortgage broker. A mortgage broker is going to help educate you to get you prepared for the opportunity to buy a house. Most people do not realize what's on their credit report. And what's on your credit report plays a big difference as to what your ability to buy and what kind of rate you're going to get. Um, your rate is going to be completely... Uh, correlated with the credit you have and how much debt you have. People also don't know about debt and what it means to have debt. Not student loan debt, not car, well actually student loan debt is not as much of a problem as, as car debt. People go out and buy these cars that sh they shouldn't be spending $500 a month on a car payment, right? I'm talking and, about me. No, not you. Okay. <laughs> you, you are different than the average first time buyer who let's say is making, I don't know, forty or $50,000 right. and they go out and get this car and they go, oh, I get a car, $500 a month, on a, on, a, on a monthly payment, makes a huge difference on your debt to income. Well, I'm sure when you had Mike on here, yes. um, you guys talked about debt we to did. income ratio. Yes. Yeah. So if you didn't watch that episode, go back and watch it. I'm Maybe sure. Maybe bring back Mike and talk more about that again yeah. as well. So again, go make the Mike. Mike's a great mortgage guy. Mike Christoforo, guaranteed rate. Great guy to get in touch with. Um, we'll get you his information later on too. If I can't get on the screen because I don't have my phone on me, but we'll make that happen for you. All right. Uh, let's see. Did you know that 22% of recent transactions were investor purchases up from 15% a year ago? Did you know that? What was that? 22% of recent transactions were investor purchases. Investor purchasing. So 22% of the purchases there, investors, up from 15 years ago. Is that what you have over there also? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was going to be my, my next did you I, know. But yours is talking about where they're coming from too. Well, no, it just says here, so um, uh, another did you know is that uh, a lot of what's affecting the inventory is that um, some of the folks that are buying these houses are institutional investors. And these are large companies, some of them based overseas, that buy huge swaths of available uh, housing in any given area, which pushes price is higher, making it harder for individual families to compete with that. Especially the first and home buyer. Right. More competition for them. 27% of transactions were cash only deals. How many? 27% cash only. So 20%, 27% of the buyers today are cash buyers. When you're going to buy a house and you compete with a cash buyer, it's very difficult to win. My dinner two nights ago wasn't a cash purchase. It was, <laughs> it wasn't credit, finance, but it was a credit, credit purchase. card purchase. Cash buyers, okay, up nineteen percent from a year ago. 
putting strains again on first-time home buyers. You probably know that already. We're not trying to add fuel to the fire or upset you by saying so. Cash plays a big role. So a lot of people are getting money and gifts from family. They're pulling money from their 401ks. Your 401k is your holy grail, if you will, today in buying a house. For those folks that have, yeah, if you're lucky enough to have an employer that has a 401k. As a matter of fact, most millennials today, I would say to you, who have these jobs are, are uh, going to have 401ks. It's very common. Um, and look at getting jobs that are good jobs, working for the, you know, Sikorsky is a great place to work. Uh, Electric Boat's a great place to work. Who? Electric Boat. What's that? Not really. Electric Boat down in the Groton area over there with the whole... Nope. Okay, the Marines, the, you know. Nope. All right. Uh, you have also a great place to work is in East uh, East Hartford over there. It's, uh, what's that place that I, my buddy Chris works at? Oh my gosh. Uh, Pratt & Whitney. Pratt another great place to work at. I just say Pratt Whitney. The train station, another great place to go get a job, get, look for jobs at. Uh, the mail service. Amazon. Amazon, right? Look for jobs where they're paying well, you have benefits, you have opportunity. Go look for these jobs. They're hiring. They're looking for you. You know the casino's looking for people? The casino's hiring. They're looking for people to find hmm. work. All right, next one. Um, let's see, I got over here. Existing home sales reached 6.12 million in 2021. The best since 2006. There's been no surprise because, I mean, the amount of homes and the amount of money that's all the, that's just wild number. 6.12 million in 2021. Um, wow. All right, Eric, you go next. Did you know that in the past, the Connecticut real estate market did not go as high as that of New York and Boston um, and other places around the country? Um, but now it is. That's unbelievable. Now it is. Um, so we're, we're up there with the big boys. We are now on the map for a place to live. Uh, again, Connecticut having great schools, lots of things to do, restaurants. Uh, and you also have that hour drive or hour and a half drive to New York to the city of Manhattan. You were just there last night right. uh, taking the train. Uh, it's a great place to be. You have the Four Seasons, beautiful time in the spring, the summer, the fall. And depending on how much you like the cold, it could be the winter too. A lot of people like to ski, snowboard. And those outdoor activities. I don't know Hiking. those people. Yeah, I'm not one of those guys either. I'm definitely more of a warm weather person. I love the weather we're having now. I'm excited the fact that we're going to have 90 degree weather coming up. When? I think this weekend it's going to be 90 degrees. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, somewhere in that arena. Great. I have a home inspection. <laughs> Bring your tank top. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Eric, what else? You go next, buddy. You're next. I just did the... All right. I'm going to jump to a different subject over here. A subject over here. Uh, something cool to talk about. Oh, and my paper just fell down. I mean, I'll put it down like this. Seven new smart home pro uh, products. All right, so seven smart new smart home products. I got to get the words out of my mouth. Uh, this one here is called Firewalla. Firewalla. It's a smart firewall that plugs into any router to enhance the security of the home networks, including many smart home devices that most households now use. It blocks unwanted sites and ads and offers parental controls and a personal VPN starting at $140 up to $468. That's pretty cool. Are you reading down there? I'm reading right over here. Okay, because I was looking up there for it. I was like, <laughs> I don't see that anywhere on there. But that's pretty cool stuff, right? Uh, I definitely would love so to have So it's a firewall. Some, 
Yeah. It's a firewall. The, to eliminate the amount of emails, garbage I get, it's insane. Uh, and the ads. I get over 100 emails an hour. I tell people all the time, don't email me. Call me or text me. Don't email me because here's what's going to happen. I'm going to miss it. And then you're going to be like, I can't believe you didn't get back to me. And that's why I say, call me or text me always. Remember, call me or text me. Probably goes the same for Eric too. Call or text is the best way to get us. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the next one. Uh, I have over here, it's called Robber Rocks, Robber Rocks, new S7 Max V, Max 5 Ultra. It's a smart vacuum. Val, if you're listening, this is pretty cool. It's a smart vacuum with a mop. It uses sonic technology to scrub the floor up to 3,000 times per minute. The mop lifts when carpet is detected. LiDAR navigation creates a detailed maps and can identify rooms across four levels. Did you just lobby your wife for a I did not a smart lobby my broom wife, but mop? <laughs> but, but she tends to be the one that cleans the house. Sounds like a great anniversary gift, Dave. Maybe you should. How funny you mentioned anniversary gifts, actually. My anniversary is coming up, I think, next week, June 3rd. Okay. Um, mm. Did you know? Did you know? That a smart bro- uh, broom or mop is not a good anniversary <laughs> gift. I did not know. I'm just putting that out there. It's not even in my sheets. It's one I came to the table knowing. I, I think that, uh, I think that uh, you know, depending on your spouse, uh, that uh, you know what they like. And by the way, speaking of that, uh, before I went away, and my mom was here, and we kind of, I wouldn't say needed a new toaster, um, but it was kind of getting beat up, but I, I was still working fine. Anyway, long story right. short, my mom says, you need a new toaster, it's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. So... Next morning on TV, we're watching TV, and the Emerald Lagasse, the Emerald, bam, the Emerald. He's doing an infomercial for this new, uh, uh, what's it called? That the toaster that brought it doesn't it does that new technology? What's it called? When you cook things in it, air uh, air, fryer. air fryer. It's got an air fryer, a toaster, a vapor. You can bake cakes, you can bake cookies, you can fry chicken. Unbelievable. So I buy this machine. It's like two hundred fifty bucks. It starts at two hundred and twenty-five. It's got a little gadget. Two hundred fifty bucks. Phenomenal, by the way. So if you're looking for a new toaster, air fryer, convection oven, all in one, the Emerald has one out there and has an infomercial. Is it the best toast you've ever had? It's first of all, she just made some chicken the other day. It was phenomenal. Uh, See, French fries. You know, you put in there, but it's like baked, but it's like taste of fried. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool stuff. So check that out for yourself. All right. Um, I'm low on time here. We're getting run out. All right. So you jump onto something. No, no, no. You go ahead. All right. With your next one. Um, let's see. I have some no- more new uh, smart home products. We have the all-capable Samsung Home Hub, like Amazon and Google's Home Hubs, includes a screen for seeing and connecting all smart home appliances in a home. Um, there's, uh, let's see, I thought this was cool. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Wags and is a smart dog collar and wireless fence system with an app that includes GPS tracking. Users can train their dogs with sound and vibration, no shocks, okay, and tracks a pet's path, whereabout, and sleep cycle. Sorry, sleep cycle of dog, who cares? But anyway, um, that's also out there. I personally like the electric fence myself. I know a great guy, his name is Chris Given, has an amazing company that does dog fencing. So some things that people look as at a house and they go, oh my God, it has that, I wanna buy that house. I'm excited about it. Uh, 
One, of course, has always been hardwood floors. People love hardwood floors. It gives a, a certain dynamic to the flooring and the shine and the, and the finishing. Also, allergies or poly, uh, allergens and easy, dirt. Easy to care for also. Easy, much easier to care for. Uh, steam ovens. This is another one interesting. might be related to the whole, uh, con the what's it called? Air fryer. Air fryer. So homes that have steam ovens value their, uh, valued for the humidity and temperature control are being installed in more kitchens. Uh, very much in the Boston area, kitchen designer, XYZ. Uh, uh, let's see. So anyway, steam ovens. Never heard about steam ovens I've not before. seen that on any listings. Never seen a steam oven. I'm not even sure what a steam oven is. If you have a steam oven, let us know. Now, I've seen some nice ovens. Some nice ovens. Some really nice ovens. I mean, they look like Ferraris. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's, there's some that have like this Italian name down at the bottom of it. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa. Shiny. Pretty. Yeah, it makes it... No offense, Viking, but yeah. it makes some of the Viking stuff look silly. Well, you know, Viking has always been a, a product that's been out there for a long time. It's very expensive. You see Viking in a house, it's top top in quality, but now they have more competitors out there. Yeah, a lot more competitors. Good to know. Uh, chicken coops. People see a home with a chicken coop, and they get super excited about chicken coops. Um, the chicken coop thing has become more and more exciting because the cost of eggs is skyrocketed, skyrocketed, and it's also a pet. Now, personally, I'm not one for a chicken coop because I'm not comfortable reaching in and going for the eggs and all that stuff. Reaching into what? I don't know, to the coop. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because you uh, don't reach into the chicken for it, so just so you know. Chicken has to bend over, give the they egg. They just yeah. drop the egg. <laughs> <laughs> like in the Tom and Jerry episodes. I love that. I don't remember those. Tom and Jerry, okay. are you reaching No, I remember Tom and Jerry. I just don't remember. No, oh, I, I remember seeing that. All right, Eric, why don't you find yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, there's, there's, I mean... Um, yeah, I remember a couple of houses that we've seen so far this year that, that had like these really expansive gardens, you know, and that's probably picked up too, Yeah. you know, with, with, uh, the supply chain issues and just everything that's going on. Um, I'm sure some folks are like, you know what, I'm growing that, I'm putting that garden in that I kept saying I was going to do. That is very true. Urban vegetable gardens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of people are definitely going with gardens. I definitely agree with you. If you have a green thumb, gardens are a great way to do get some fr nice, fresh vegetables right um good things man and good that, stuff now you can make an omelet with the veg the with eggs the, and the vegetables yeah, if we get the chicken coop absolutely anything else you want to touch on as far as did you know it's not a did you know no um just uh demand um accelerated we've talked before that demand for these houses accelerated uh in large part due to um working from home yes. circumstances and um, it it's, looks like it's going to be, so some folks are saying um, like it's a moment in time for us where this is, you remember when we did this? Uh, a lot of people are saying, no, this is a shift. This is gonna stay this way. You've got states proposing four day work weeks now. No kidding. Yeah, California's proposing a four day work week. Yeah. California's an interesting state. Yeah. They, they fly to a different <laughs> beat. They have a different pilot for that point. But um, yeah, so no, uh, it's it's so many companies. I mean, listen, the companies are saving money because they don't have these office space that they have to lease now. That's a very good point. They're saving you know? lots of money. I wonder if they can give back to the people, the employees. But at the same time, the employees don't have to be in the office, which they can live anywhere they want to, which is why Connecticut. Yeah, but you can't call out sick anymore. 
That's a good point. Only That's a could, huge bonus. You can be sick at home though. But you now have. But could you still work? You could definitely still work. That's true. That's a very good point. You, you don't have there. to get up. You don't have to get dressed. You don't have to jump in your car or jump on a train. Right. You could still work. They do what they call a hybrid now. I think they're, they're talking about people going back to work two days a week. I think there are people who are actually starting to look forward to going back in the office every so often. And this hybrid is starting to come out to be a popular thing within businesses and companies. I think by going back in the office and people seeing people and talking to people, it's healthy for them. Also with the kids and the families, their husbands, their wives, always around them. Oh, there's always been a social component to it. Yeah. They, we're we're always going to want that yeah. need that. Yeah. yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this show. We talked about a lot of did you knows, uh, some interesting facts, some new technology, and we enjoyed being with you today. Next week, we have a very special guest. His name is Jay Hirschman. He's a real estate attorney, extremely knowledgeable. We're going to talk about a lot of great things that you didn't know about or you should know when it comes to buying a house and in life planning. So looking forward so to So it's me. another did you know. Did you know <laughs> and then some. I'm looking forward to having Jay on the show. And right now we're going to go to the next part of our show is the wheel of... Did you do the follow us on TikTok and... I did in the beginning of the show, but we'll you do it You did? Again. I don't remember hearing that. That's all right. But listen, let's remind you guys all, please go to our YouTube page, please. Go to Team Powerhouse Real Estate. Hit subscribe. We'll be in your pockets whenever you're ready to watch us, whether it's to live on the show or later in the week when you want to watch. You can take us on the road with you. Also, we're on uh, Spotify, Apple... Uh, we're on Twitch, we're on TikTok, Instagram. we are Instagram, Facebook, you name it, we're there for you every week, and we cannot wait to see you next weekend on the show, and thank you so much. All right, Jonathan, let's go to the spinner wheel, and let's see who's the lucky winner this week. I'm going to sneeze. God bless you. And the winner is... Dum, dum, dum. Who is the winner? Robert, Robert N. Robert N. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Please reach out to us. We look forward to giving you a Tumblr. We want to thank you all so much for watching the show this week. We love being in your living rooms, in your dining rooms, in your family's homes. In your car. In your car, wherever you need us. Thank you so much again, guys. Hi, everybody. And have a great, sh great week. Yes. And we'll talk to you soon. What were you going to say? Great sh Great show. Great week. Okay. <laughs> Later, guys.